Hey, 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 welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend A.A. Ron. It's June 26, 2023, 1.58 in the morning, Monday. And uh, and today was an interesting day. Uh, I was able to take uh, Tyler and Clarissa to church. They seemed to have enjoyed it. And um, they went to Panera afterward. Had a good conversation. What else? Then I ended up going out and driving around like six six p.m., six thirty, somewhere around there, and just stopped about an hour or so ago, a little over an hour. And uh, man, my very last ride was these two young ladies who were a couple, and uh, I had my worship music playing. What's crazy is I almost canceled the ride because I could not find them and I was calling the young lady and messaging her and she wouldn't answer and then anyway Yep, 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 uh-huh, uh-huh. I picked up Yeah, these two young ladies. I found them. Yeah, downtown. Westport. That's crazy now on Sundays they got the roads blocked off. It used to just be Fridays and Saturdays they had Westport blocked off. And now they got it barricaded on Sunday too. Maybe out there partying like it's Saturday or Friday. But, uh... I was going to say... Oh, I was all the way in Kansas... And then, yeah, I was like, Laura, yeah, I was thinking, I need one more ride near home. I'm ready to go home. Yep, that's when I got them, and I saw their ride was going up north. So, yeah, I snagged them. And uh, went all the way up north. And as I'm driving them home, I had uh, my worship music playing. And... uh, and there was this guy on the side of the road or whatever, and I stopped to talk to him briefly and gave him a Jesus loves you card. He's like, I love Jesus too. And then kept on driving, yeah, and like halfway, halfway on the way home to take these young ladies home, I'm on this like two-lane highway, right? Yeah, highway is 169 North. Those in Kansas City know what I'm talking about. It's this two lane highway, like right, right that those, the highway, like right in between, like right on the side of uh the old the old airport where all the private jets go. Uh, where the TWA museum is, yeah, the air, downtown airport. That's the one that actually the Chiefs owner flies out of. But anyway, right there where you can't really, there's no shoulders or anything. You're kind of stuck. Anyway, old girl's like, I'm not feeling well. She basically was like, the worship music is getting to me or something like that. And I'm like, 
that was the main thing. She said something else, but that was like the main thing I heard her say is like the worship music. It's making me sick. So I, it was, yeah, them demons was not liking my my Jesus music. So, um, I pulled like I literally stopped the car in the middle of the highway, in the middle shoulder, and I thank God there was nobody behind us. I put my flashes on while she threw up. Like she had like, yeah, she took her like about at least fifteen twenty seconds to get it all out. And then um, she got it out. She's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I've had a lot of childhood, like, or religious trauma. And anyway, we got into this whole conversation about, like, just her belief that she just had to be a good person. And, um, yeah, and we were passing her church that she used to go to on the way home to her home and. She also, she was dressed in all black and fishnets and she felt like, yeah, people judge her based on the outward appearance. And I was just like, well, um, I really, it's funny how, it's crazy how like I think of like all these things to say after I drop her off. Yeah, like, like that one scripture that says, God, yeah, man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at our hearts. And um, anyway, but yeah, I could tell she's dealt with a lot of, um, she's needed a hug. And unfortunately, yeah, I didn't feel comfortable doing that because I could kind of tell, even though she had a girlfriend, she kind of seemed like she kind of like guys still. Because the way she was looking at me and the fact that she wanted to sit in the front seat. <laughs> yeah, she's out there. And anyway, um at the end of it, I said a bunch of good stuff. I feel like good stuff. Um, just how, like, nobody's good. All of us have sinned fallen, and fallen short of the glory of God. Like, narrow is a way to a man or woman that seems right, but the end of that road is destruction. Broad is the way to hell. Narrow is the way to heaven. And just, like, the usual stuff, just how Jesus is our... The, heaven is more about the person that's going to be there more than the destination. Anyway. As I saw, so I dropped her off. I could tell her girlfriend was a little upset and was like, was like, let's go. But the young lady in the front, she wanted to, she's like, are you going to give me your Instagram? You're not going to give me your Instagram so we can continue this conversation. I was like, ah, I'm actually not on Instagram. It's too much temptation on there. <laughs> um, and uh, what else? Um, but I gave her a Romans Road flyer and a Jesus Loves You little index card with yeah, John 3, 16 or one of those scriptures on it. Um. Yes, yeah, so I'll be praying that God really radically. I know she knows the truth. I could tell. It's just there's a lot of hurt and pain and just unbelief, which all of us have been there at one point, um, saved or unsaved. So, um, what's wild is I had a lesbian couple right before them. Well, it was just one of the young ladies 
her girlfriend was at home smoking a cigar. Uh, but anyway, there's so much more I could say. Um, but for those of y'all prayer warriors, pray for Nikki and Mackenzie. Nikki, Mackenzie, and Stephanie. Nikki, Mackenzie, Stephanie. Those are the three young ladies that could really use prayer. They're, it's so much deeper than when I in my in my experience and things I've observed as a thirty six year old. The whole LGBTQ movement is bigger than the the behavior. It's the root of the behavior. All these other behaviors, it's just those are just the smokescreen. At the root of it is these folks who identify with this type of lifestyle, just like any other sin, they don't feel loved and they feel rejected. And it's crazy just because that the choice of their lifestyle, they feel even more rejected, but they don't like Christians. We get rejected all the time, but we have, we have a, a foundation. The LBGT community doesn't have a foundation. It's a weak foundation. It's a foundation based on sin, based on, um, a lie. Our foundation is based on the truth that Jesus Christ came to say, seek and save the lost. That all of us, if you call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. That he desires for us to be adopted into his family and cry out to him, Abba, Father, to call him Dada. And until you love and know the love of the Father, then to you are born again. You can't see the kingdom of God. You can't even see Jesus. He said, draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. So, <sighs> it's a wild world out here. Um, it's still, I was trembling after I had her, while I had, like, once she got out of my car, because I could just feel all of the pain and anger of God on her and her anger at the way she had been treated by Christians. And I so wanted to give her a hug, but I was like, mm, probably not a smart idea. She could have used a hug, though, from like a good godly woman or like a, just an older like dad figure who loved Jesus. So I just pray, Lord, Heavenly Father, I pray that you would wrap your arms around. I mean, you're already wrapping your arms around Nikki and Mackenzie and... Stephanie, I just pray that they would sense your presence, that the seeds that were planted today would take root and they would sprout and multiply into a great harvest. In Jesus, my name I pray. Amen. I feel like there's so much more I could say, but I'll stop there. Oh, man. This is the point where I like start reading and I'm like, oh man, why did I start doing this podcast? I'm so sleepy. I only got like three hours of sleep yesterday and ideally I need to just only sleep 
for about, I need to get up here in an hour, but it's, I don't think I'm going to sleep in a day. We'll see. All right, death of it, yeah. Uh, Genesis 25, KJV, death of Abraham. I just like driving. Monday mornings are good because there's all these flights, people going to the airport on Mondays. At least they started around like 3.30 in the morning. Oh, well. God will provide. He always does. Death of Abraham. Then again, Abraham took a wife, and her name was Keturah. I think I went to school at some point with a young lady named Keturah. Or Katara, something. And she bare him Zimran. So this is after Sarah passed. Mr. Abraham wanted another another boo, another tenderoni. So he gets Keturah and she gives him a son, Zimram. How old were you, Abraham, out here making babies? Like a George. Is it George Clooney, the one that's like super old, but still making babies? One of them dudes. And Jokshan and Midian and Midian and Ishbak and Shua. Dang! And Jokshan begat Sheba and Dedan, and the sons of Dedan were Ashuram and Latushim and Leumim, and the sons of Midian, Ephah and Epher and Hanak and Abadiah and Elda. All these were the children of Keturah. And Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac, but unto the sons of the concubines which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts. And sent them away from Isaac his son while he yet lived eastward unto, unto the east country. And these are the days of the years of Abraham's life, which he lived in hundred, threescore, and fifteen years. So threescore, score is twenty. So three times twenty is sixty. So he lived until he lived a hundred and sixty plus fifteen, so one hundred and seventy-five years. And Abraham gave up the ghost and died in a good old age, an old man and full of years, and was gathered to his people. And his sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Mechpelah, in the field of Ephron, the son of Zoar the Hittite, which is before Mamre, the field which Abraham purchased of the sons of Heth. There was Abraham buried, and Sarah his wife, and it came to pass after the death of Abraham, that God blessed his son Isaac, and Isaac dwelt by the well Lahairoi. Now these are the generations of Ishmael, Abraham's son. Also, now you are willing to acknowledge that he's Abraham's son. Because remember earlier I was saying his one and only son? That's where the Bible sometimes gets a little confusing. Like, why did you say... Isaac was his your one and only his Abraham's one and only son, and then here you're acknowledging Ishmael as a son, as a son. Anyway, anyway, these are the generations of Ishmael, Abraham's son, whom Hagar the Egyptian Sarah's handmaid bare unto Abraham, and these are the names of the sons of Ishmael by their names according to their generations by first the firstborn of Ishmael. Nebojoth, 
and Kedar and Abdil and Ms. Mibsam and Mishma and Duma and Massa, Hadar and Tima, Jatur and Nafish and Kedema. These are the sons of Ishmael and these are their names by their towns and by their castles, 12 princes according to their nations. And these are the years of the life of Ishmael and 130 and seven years. And he gave up the ghosts and died and was gathered unto his people. And they would dwell from Havilah unto him was lived as long as his dad. And they dwelt from Havilah unto Shur, that is, before Egypt, as thou goest toward Assyria. And he died in the presence of his brother, all his brethren. Esau and Jacob, all these are the generations of Isaac. That's verse 19. Abraham's son. Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah to wife, the daughter of Bethuel, the Syrian of Padan Aram, the sister of Laban, the Syrian. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren, and the Lord was entreated of him. And Rebekah, his wife, conceived, and the children struggled together within her. And she said, If it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord, and the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels. And the one, per peop the one people shall be stronger than the other people. And the elder shall serve the younger. And when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb. And the first came out red all over like in a hairy garment. And they called his name Esau. And after that came his brother out and his hand took hold on Esau's heel. And his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was threescore years of old when she bare them. Verse 27, And the boys grew, and Esau was a cunning hunter, a man of the field, and Jacob was a plain wild man, wild man dwelling in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he did eat of his venison. Rebekah loved Jacob, and Jacob sawed pottage. And Esau came from the field, and he was, he was faint. And Esau said to Jacob, Feed me, I pray thee, with that same red pottage for I am faint therefore was his name Edom called Edom and Jacob which is like the reds and Jacob said sell me this day thy birthright and Esau said behold I am at the point to die and what profit shall this birthright do to me and Jacob says swear to me this day and he swore unto him and he sold his birthright unto Jacob then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage and lentils, and he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Hmm. So much I could say there. Don't despise your birthright, y'all. All right. I'm tired. Thanks for listening. I'll holler at y'all later. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord.
Romans 5a says, but God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.